Gasquat. Gasquat. Happy Wednesday. It is officially hump day. Hello, everybody. And welcome, welcome to Couch Chronicles. I'm so happy to have you here today. And welcome to all of your friends and family and guests. Oh, guess what, y'all? We are so live. I'm feeling it today. I don't know what it is today. I just got, mm, it just feels great today. But I am your worldwide radio host personality, Ms. Simone. And I'm thanking you for tuning in to share your time with me tonight. Now, it's a great day to be empowered and to enjoy your journey right from your home. And especially your very own couch, my loves. Get a glass of whatever you like. Sit yourself down. Enjoy the nuances of a woman and man's perspective on life, love, some friends, dating, generational issues, and curses, plus every topic in between. Now, if you're new to Couch Chronicles, we all say welcome, welcome, and come on in and enjoy the show. And if you're a reoccurring or dedicated Couch Chronicle fan, I say thank you for your dedication, your time, and for being a ride-or-die Couch Chronicle baby. Now, call or text your friends to come on in. It's easy to sit on the couch and sit back for a wonderful and sometimes very, very grown show. Now, remember, you can connect with me on Facebook and in Simone Hurt. So go ahead. That's S-Y-M-O-N-E, last name, H-U-R-T. Go ahead and connect with me on Facebook and Instagram. And if you give me a friend request, guess what? I'll be more than happy to befriend you back, my love. So you can be part of the Couch Chronicle Party. So we are now streaming live at Love LUV Radio Network 24. Come on in. Y'all know y'all got capabilities. Go ahead and fax your friends and family. They're not doing that much. Everybody at home, go ahead, text them that number. Either way to get online and tell them to come on in and sit on the couch with you and listen to a great show. Now, we're praying everyone is well today and staying safe. Our topic today is part three of generational issues. Um, part one was, is it really your child? That's a show you got to go on and check it out. Go to LUV Radio Network 24 and make sure that you check that out because that's an awesome show. Then we had part two last week. Family secrets off the chain, y'all. I'm quite sure we uh, touched upon one or two of y'all family secrets. Everybody got them. Why don't you log on and see whether or not we talked about yours. Third, today, we are talking about peace or pleasure. Honey, let me tell you, there are some of us who need peace and some of us who need more pleasure in life to have the greatest balance. But is it better to do right and have peace? or suffer the consequences of a lustful and carnal pleasure. We're going to discuss that today. So now to get the party started, make sure you text all your family tonight. Come on in. Now, grab your drink, because I got mine. Nestle in, but you don't pull that blanket up too far, because it is about to get a little hot. This is the third series, and you know we turn it up, especially on the third one. Up in here tonight, so lean in, learn something new, enjoy the ride, my love. Okay, everybody, let's welcome to the mic, my special, my love, my best friend, Miss Tanya Dews, our multiple sclerosis coach and motivator. Welcome on, my, welcome in, my queen. Hey, everybody. How you doing hey. this evening, my love? I'm all good. I'm, I'm pumped up for some reason. I'm really tired. I don't know what's going on with me today. But the adrenaline's flowing. It must be, and I'm going to make the best out of it for this, the last hour we got going on today, and I'm going to bed. I don't know about you. But oh, you I want to know, how, how are you doing tonight? I am doing just fantastic, my love. Thank you for asking. Good, good, good. I'm so happy to hear that. Um, we're going to get into this. This is our third uh, part of the series that we've been doing, um, and we have touched on so many things. Um, people, y'all really need to go to LUVRadioNetwork.24. Not that kind, but 24, and check those past part one and part two out. And then when you slide in part three, woo, honey, it's been like coming around home plate. I'm trying to tell you, it's awesome. So as always, I like to thank everyone for being on the show. And as they say, my grandmother saying, sometimes intimacy starts with a good old conversation. So T and I'm Mo, let's get the talking. So we have peace. Or pleasure. Um, I know people are kind of figuring, like, what the heck is she talking about some peace and some pleasure? Now, peace and pleasure are two things that uh, most people do like in their life. And if you balance them properly, you, you can have a very wonderful, happy life. The problem we have today is that there are some people that take that peace and they're so focused on that purpose so hard that they don't get any peace. 
or they're so, per- you know, focused on that pleasure so much, they ain't got peace. Now, you know, if you into a whole lot of pleasure, pleasure, and you and you don't mind jumping wherever you need to go to get that pleasure, um, and that's just on the sex tip. There's other things that we can talk about pleasure because eating is a pleasure, <laughs> drinking is a pleasure, okay, um, and a whole lot of other things that we'll talk about. Um, but you're not happy because you're not balanced. And the reason why we save this for the part three portion is because um, it kind of sums up the first and the second part. Even though you got family secrets, you know, even though you're going through some generational issues, you, you're trying to identify some of these curses so that you can break them, just break all these vines that have the whole family down. Somebody in the family has to do it. Um, in the end, we all want the same thing. We want a great balance of having a nice portion of peace in our life and a great portion of pleasure. Did, would you say that that was it for you too, Tanya? Hey, T. Okay. Well, i tell you what. We're going to go ahead and get started. We'll let Lady T come on back in here. Um, the first thing I want to start off with um, is what we ended with on the second uh, show that we really didn't kind of get into as involved as we really wanted to. Um, and that was actually talking about infidelity. Now, uh, infidelity comes in many different realms, y'all. It does not have to be just sexual infidelity. There's infidelity in between friends. Um, there's infidelity on the job. Um, and it all stems from issues um, such as lack of trust, um, lack of faith. There's, there's a lack of something. Um, that causes that to actually happen. Um, and when you deal with family secrets, it takes a toll on some people, and it takes tolls on people differently. And some people handle it well, some people don't. And there's always that one person who seems to be either the black sheep or the dedicated person who holds all, maintains all the secrets because they just know everything. And that person tends to develop a lot of um, pretty bad habits um, trying to either learn how to cope with it. And the, the fact of you having to keep it secret for so long, you may not think anything of it in the beginning. But trust and believe me, myself, others that I know, after years of it, it starts to take its toll on not only yourself, but it starts to take your, your, the toll in your relationships with your friends co-workers, significant others, spouses, it, it starts to spill out. And a lot of people sitting around going, what the heck is what's wrong with me? What is the problem here? Well, that's because all these general, generational curses have manifested themselves. They're either in your mind, in your heart, in your soul, or, you know, it's just in your gut at this point um, because it will start eating away at those places and manifest its way right on out there. So, um, Ms. T, you back with us? Yes, I'm back, sweetie. Thank you, thank you, baby. Um, <laughs> like I said, we were talking about the family secrets and how they manifest. Um, and all these generational curses, if you just lump them all together, they start taking their toll on people. Um, and if, if, you know, I, I'm a person for myself. Um, I hold a lot of the secrets. I'm the most talked about person. In my family, I can pretty much say I'm a celebrity. Um, and it's not talked about in a good way. But if you want to put my name in your mouth all the time, whether it's negative or positive, kudos, kudos, I don't care. <laughs> it is. It's okay. I know who my, my, you know, who I listen to and who I'm directed and guided by. So I don't have to, I don't technically worry too much about that. Um, but what I do know that over time, I ask myself, how is this really affecting me mentally or physically? And on certain issues, I, I had to realize that I was actually getting some debris from some of that. I didn't want to, you know, act like or feel like I thought that that's what it was. But sometimes when you break things down um, and you really look inside yourself, you really start going deep enough to find out where that's coming from. Do you agree with me? Oh, absolutely. Um I think what it is is that sometimes uh, uh, that that uh, stigma that is placed on people, black sheep mm-hmm. of the family, and um, it's not actually a black sheep. It's just that they want you to be quiet. 
Mm-hmm. They don't want you yeah. to tell their secrets. <laughs> I believe you and I had that conversation at earlier. <laughs> I think it's a fear that they have of you because uh, we talked about, you know, some people, you have relatives that sit in the corner and they're drinking and laughing and, and the family talks about them like, look at them. They're just talking. You know, Look at them. You know, they're nothing. They're always up to no good. No, they're worried about those particular relatives Telling all the secrets about the rest of the relatives. That's what's really going on. Mm -hmm. And I think um, the secret is uh, that there is no secret. The secret is is that they try to cover it up because they've been covering it up for so many years. And as you get older, we 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 tend to find out some of the things what they were hiding was uh, things that they had no business hiding. But we were younger, we weren't aware of it. Now that we're older, and now we're trying to like... What's going on? Like, and then they want to tell you, mind your business. Um, yep. This wasn't your business then. It's not your business now. But you're like, that's why there's so many generational curses, curses. within the family because you guys want to keep all these secrets. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, boo, but we now yeah. know. Don't mm. give us any alcohol. We might tell it all. <laughs> and let me tell you something. You know, for a fact, because you have known me long enough, you know my family will run over and take that drink out my hand and tell me, okay, you have had enough. <laughs> and they won't even allow me to get past two drinks with them because they're like, oh, no, she might get the talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. And and that's that's where it actually is more pleasure for us to tell it all, you know, than to hold it down. You know what I mean? So it's more pleasure for us. But see, they don't want us to have that pleasure. So most of the time, either we don't say anything or we leave. Mm-hmm. But then here here comes the part for the um, where the issues arise because I know for myself. Um, I had to deal with the fact that I was an outsider in my own family, all because they didn't want me to say stuff that I had either seen or I had heard. Right. And so now you want to entice the whole entire family um, to take it to their grave. (laughs) And we're now living whomever else's sin. It ain't even my sin. It wasn't even my problem. It wasn't yeah. even my issue. That's right. That's right. And, and, and See, they, here, were, they were, yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, baby. No, they were being raunchy and impure mm-hmm. and senseless, Ooh. you know, because they were horny and had their strong desires. Mm-hmm. And now they want us to sit back and be quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fun. Those, of, those of you who know um, most of the family secrets, Y'all are getting real comfortable, uncomfortable right now. You're shifting back and forth in your chair. <laughs> and you're like, oh, Lord, no, they're not talking about this tonight. Yes, we are. You know, you may not have to call in and ask a question, but if you want to, feel free to. <laughs> but, um, we, we, you know, Ty and I are speaking from experience. Um, Ty has a very large family. I actually come from a very small family, but got adopted into a huge family. Um and I was one of those young little girls that just kind of was nosy um, and, and everything. As long as I was quiet, then nobody kind of care. But unfortunately, it puts you she in a lot of kindness. wrong places. She was nosy. <laughs> I put me in a lot of wrong places at the wrong time to see stuff I shouldn't have seen, literally. And mm-hmm. for me, I, I can understand being young with it. You know, because adults are going to act be adults, and children are always going to try to, you know, you know, check in with the adults. That's why, you know, back in the day, which I, I really believe that needs to come back, you know, children need to stay in a children's place. Stop allowing them all this adult conversation. The only adult conversation they need to have is when it's with you, the mom and dad, and the uh, uncle's brothers, when it's a, a you know, immediate family in a protective state and not just out in the public, okay, because you are – kind of introducing them into things that mentally they can't handle. Um, Emotionally, they shouldn't even have to worry about. Their brains aren't even developed enough to to categorize it, to deal with it, and come up with their own, uh, I don't know what to call it, but 
it's they're not ready for that. And that's why, you know, old folks used to say, you need to go into your room. You need to go somewhere because we, this is adult conversation. And you pay the bills in your own house. If you want to have adult conversation in your kitchen, that's where you can have it. It's just as simple as that. You know, uh, other people may think differently, and that's fine. You may have your opinion. I may have mine. Um, but if you don't, if you choose not to, uh, some of the kickback that you have is that you got children um, that are growing up a little too fast. You may not think about it like that, but they are. You're introducing them to things too fast, so it makes them grow up too fast. They're curious. They're going to talk. And now, you're in, you know, now your daughter or son is introducing it to my daughter and son. Well, we have rules where they can't listen to that kind of mess. And now your daughter and son talking about your stuff to my kids. And they're coming back to me of, asking questions. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's part of that suffering and consequences. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. a lot of adults are selfish. And a lot of people are young, and they still want to have their fun. They still want to party and drink and do things they have no business doing and forget that the children are present. Even though they send them in the room, they leave a door open. They don't make sure they entertain. They don't make sure or even check on them. So then when they come out into the living room or to whatever area in the backyard where you are carrying on and acting a fool, they will see things, they will hear things, and they will take it in like a sponge. Mm-hmm. And then the next time that they bring it out, like you said, it may be wrong out, picking up some other bad habits, and it's just going on and on and on and on to the break of dawn, yeah. literally. It is. And unfortunately... This is where the consequences come in. And nobody thinks about the consequences of this child and what they're bringing. And like you said, then you're carrying on and remembering something that happened a while ago, and but you're still foreseeing it as you're older. And you're like, look at this relationship from maybe 10 years ago. Now it's 20 years later. And look, mm. this, ca- this is still carrying on, and yep. it's still dysfunctional. And everybody around me is acting like they don't know what's going on. And I saw it when I was younger, and here I am older. Oh, I'm terrible. still seeing it, and some other some, and there's other children now that's still seeing this carrying on, and seeing some of the younger kids. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's in the Kool Aid, y'all. But the kids now, before we didn't even think to ask certain questions. Why yeah, aren't they no. sitting over there on 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 Paul's lap, and why are you yeah. rubbing her butt? What did you just say? You know what I mean? We didn't think to even say that. But these kids are like saying things out loud. And then they're ready to knock them upside their head. And I'm like, well, shoot, you shouldn't have been Mm -hmm. running on Florence's tail. (laughs) (laughs) We all wanted to say it. (laughs) See, our generation, we didn't ask those questions simply because we already knew it was wrong. We already knew that it was wrong. Because we were already brought up, I, at least I know I was, don't, you don't never sit on any man's lap, nobody's lap, okay? I come from a, a, a family where there was a lot of stuff going on, <laughs> okay? And number one rule for the females, and it was only me for a very, very long time, and so my cousin had a daughter. Um, so through my whole, I'm talking about two decades just for me or decade and a half, I was the only female around. I, I had, what, two brothers, and then I had uh, one, two, three, four, five, six cousins. It's just me. I know how it feels to be protected. That's a wonderful thing. I also know that when stuff pop off, you got, you know, depending on the situation, I was trained when to run and when to buckle up and lock them legs because it's going to be a party tonight. So I, I, I know all this, but we never asked those questions because, we knew better because I'm sitting there and I'm looking and I'm like, um, mm. now my grandma told me not to sit on nobody's lap and look at her sitting on that. That's not even her husband. <laughs> I don't have to ask any question. I know that's not her husband. So, I mean, each generation is a little different and based upon how you, you know, you raise your children. But honestly, um, what we're trying to get through with this, this, all of this today is that these things take an impact on you when you don't even think that it does. This is why I talk about generational curses so much on my show because it's just not talked about 
and and most realms. Don't nobody really want to talk about it. You know, it comes up every now and again at the at the cookout. You know, when they after they had a couple few and a couple things start slipping out, and you know, and they want to talk about it. But in reality, you if you yourself if you're anywhere from thirty five to fifty, you need to sit back and think about all the things you used to hear when you were a child. And then ask yourself, how, how, did, how did I process that? And how is that, is it actually affecting me today? Right. You know? Exactly. And with, yeah. And I act, most men tell me I act differently. And I am different because I was raised with nothing but males. I see what males do. I understand their motive of why they do it. I understand if, if they get away with it, they're going to do it again. I, I understand. I've been living this life. I understand this. So I look at and talk to men totally different than the most average, you know, for me, what I think is an average woman, which grew up with another female with them and they had a more girly girly type relationship. And, um, they, I, I spent more time in my masculine energy, um, than I did my feminine energy because I had, there was two, especially when I, after I turned 14, after you turn 14 and you get hips, butt and titties, honey, that's it. I, I shifted straight into masculine mode. I had to protect myself because the game was real. It was no joke. You understand what I'm saying? Only the strongest survive. And you, you have to be ready and prepared for it. Whereas if I was in a more female environment, I would have had the time to sit back, talk on the phone or kiki and do a lot of things that girls do. Um, I've gotten a lot better at it. <laughs> I've gotten to grown into a grown woman. But I had a really rough patch from 14 to probably about 25. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a little rough for me. I, I didn't... I, I didn't see the world feminine. I saw the world masculine. I, I related to I got promoted a lot because I, I related very well to, to the male bosses. I understood exactly what was going on. But I also, I thank my cousin and my brothers for teaching me when to stand up and stand my ground as a woman and let them know that we're not going to have any of that. Whatever you are wishing That's and right. thinking in the That's back right. of your head just ain't going to happen, and it's not going to happen with me. <laughs> and there's a way to deliver it. That's a whole nother show. <laughs> um, you know, so, yeah. Hey, um, you must do that. <laughs> let me tell you. I have um, <laughs> a, a, a recollection of a moment at a cookout, and... I remember, you know, you're off with all the kids and you know how you come in for the Kool-Aid or, or, the, or the soda pop run and you start hearing things, you know, especially at the Domino's table. Something about the Domino's table, the card table, and the grill. Those three places where there's majority right. of men at, yeah. you get to hear, if you stand around Hot long topics. enough, that's why they don't want you to stand there, is you get to hear the good juicy stuff. Hot topics. Ooh, a path hot topic, honey. And I remember my mother told me to wait. She was dealing with a situation that happened. And I was standing there. And the things that I heard my uncle say, I was like, oh, Lord Jesus. Um, mm, Ooh, didn't know that. Um, I didn't want to know that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, child, something we didn't want to know. Yourself. That's right. I didn't need to know that. Um, but there you go. See, I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. I didn't need to be there. <laughs> but you get privy to some, some certain information, and then you're you're pretty much forced or uh, expected to hold it. <laughs> and that's where the problem comes in. So what about you yeah. and your family or your experience? Uh, too many. Uh, ah, I had experiences. And I'm going to stop you right there because we need to actually go to break. So you guys are going to have to go refill your cups and then come back and hit Tonya's side. So go ahead and go refill your drinks and come on back. We're going to go ahead and pay some bills and we'll see you in a few minutes. Thank you.
Everybody. Welcome, welcome back to Couch Chronicles. We're so happy that you're sitting here on the couch with us, chopping it up with my homegirl, Miss Tanya. And we are talking about uh, generational curses. And we're on a three-part series, and we're on the third part. So those of you who are just listening in, our first part was, Is It Really Your Child? Which you can go to LUV Radio Network. 24 and go ahead and check that series out. And the second part was actually Family Secrets, which was really, really good. And we're on the third part of the series called Peace or Pleasure. And we're talking about how that relates to generational curses and um, the outcomes of having to be um, implicated. <laughs> That's one of the words <laughs> and others. Uh, <laughs> in um, other people's messes, literally. Um, so, Tanya, we left off. I had said my bit. That's why if you missed it, you need to go to LUV Radio Network 24 and make sure that you go listen to it tomorrow or at any other time. Um, but Tanya was up. And, we're, you know, I, I got some issues in my family or my experiences. So we're, I'm letting Tanya um, go ahead and go up with that today right now. So what you got, T? Come on with it. Well, what I have is that um, when you find out what certain people do in your family, it's it it's shocking. Mm. And when you overhear certain things, whether it comes to pertains to money, whether it pertains to sex, mm-hmm. whether it pertains to maybe there's someone that's not their child, and Preach. all that time you thought it was, you know, um, when you're younger, 
with some of the things you heard you wasn't quite sure about. And then if you question it, they kind of like shut you down. And basically, you're to never discuss that or leave that alone. And uh, that's none of your business. And, you know, that line when it was none of your business back then, you know, you would chalk it up and go, okay, I guess it's none of my business, whatever. And because we were so carefree, loving kids, because we just wanted to go on to our next uh, excitement uh, Mm -hmm. drama free life that we were living at that time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so um, it didn't bother me when they said, you know, mind your business, because at that point, I didn't have any business, so it didn't matter, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was so carefree. I, You know, no one, everyone took care of everything for us for such a long period of time. I didn't have any business, so it didn't matter, but as we got older and mm. then um, starting see. to see things, like you said, over the grill and mm-hmm. at the card table, or yep. uh, at the domino table, or just sitting on the porch, mind you. Yes, Lord, um, that's where the good juicy uh, stuff is, on the, the porch. The, the porch, you know, when they see you coming to the porch, they're like, don't you have some place else to go? I'm like, seriously? This is where I always hung out. Now, just because y'all decided to walk away and come up here on this porch doesn't mean I can't come up here on this porch. So then, you know, you would try to sneak and sit on the stairs for a minute, until they realized you were sitting there and they realized the conversation mm. was too intense and maybe you shouldn't have overheard that. And then they look at you like, um, I know you heard you that. Now the question becomes, what are you going to do with that information? And mm-hmm. it, it bothers them because then when they see you at the next family function, they kind of like eyeball you a kind of way like, are you going to tell it? Are you, are you, did you forget about it? Are you holding it on? And honestly, in, until the secret um, is exposed, you're kind of on the defense constantly with others who think that you know what's going on. They kind of, you know, try to see, they try to read you a certain way. And I got tired of being read that kind of way, Simone, yes, with yes. our family when mm-hmm. we got a little older. And yeah. so then when I confronted it, you know, then it's like, why are you guys arguing? What's wrong? What happened? Then it's like, okay, you go and tell them I'm going to Can't nobody say nothing. <laughs> right. So yeah. then it's like, okay, now it's a duo between mm-hmm. you two. So then that person now wants to leave. And everybody's like, well, what happened? And then, of course, now you're blamed because that person leaves. And I'm like, well, either they're going to tell you they left. They're just showing all their guilt. So they, they're going to have to tell you because now – I'm not, I've already exposed them to give them a chance to say something. So I guess they'll never come around here anymore when I'm here. I guess that's what's going to happen. Well, see, you, you've had some, some sort of type of closure for yourself because you've put it out there. Now, I did put a, a red bullseye on your back <laughs> because you oh, put absolutely. it out there. Absolutely. And, and that's something that needs to be brought up as well. But I myself, I, I'm, a, I'm a person, I just listen. I know I'm not going to say anything. I, you know, and I'm not, you know, I used to say, am I not saying anything because I'm scared or I'm not saying, I don't have the time for other people's crap. I can't get my blessings and get where I'm going worrying about your, your, your stuff. I can't, your BS. I ain't got time. I just don't. And I just, you know, one day I prayed and I said, you know, please take all everybody else's stuff off of me. It's not for me. And I don't want to wear it like a badge, like everybody else is wearing it. I want you to give it back to that person so they can own it and deal with it themselves, period. And let me go on about my life. You know, That's and a I, good way to do it. And I know that there's going to come a time. Trust and believe me. There's going to come a time because you know me. Now, you push me up in a corner. Now, I'm going to be like a cougar. I'm going to bite you and scratch you. You're going to get ate the heck up, Okay. And on my way past you after I whooped your tail, I might say something. Just because, look, you should have never messed with me. (laughs) Just simple as that. I'm just not the one. I just am not here for all of your nonsense. I'm not living my life for your nonsense. But if you'd like to have that battle, that's fine. Come on and bring it. Um, It's not what I prefer, not what I like, because I don't like to mess around with too much negativity. Why are people stop messing with negativity that ain't even yours? Let it go. Yeah, you can let it go, but then some people don't want to deal with regret. Some people want to deal with atonement quickly. 
You know what I'm saying? Because some people want to be accountable. Some people like you said don't want to deal with because you didn't kept them secret for twenty years. You but see you you but see, just knowing that you're still bringing it around me. My thing is don't bring your mess around me especially since I've told you and I've, I've exposed it to you. I didn't expose it to others because you're supposed to be grown enough to take care of your business. Yourself, but don't bring right. your mess around me and don't bring mm-hmm. your mess around somebody who I love. How about that? That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. You go take it somewhere else. Like you said, Simone, I don't have time for it. We're trying to live. My, I want to enjoy. I want to sit down at the card table and not sit before you with your yeah. mess. So you yeah, go take man. that someplace else. Because I want to I want to sit there and have fun now. So now you're going to have to go somewhere else. And it's fine because most of the time I don't go um, back to those barbecues anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so it's okay. It's when you get older, it's not that serious. So no, the, it's not that serious. The topic today is pleasure or peace. And I was conflicted about, I had a conflict about that, that topic because Normally, it's not that. It's usually purpose versus peace. But, I mean, not peace, but it's usually purpose versus pleasure. And those two are kind of synonymous more together. Um, the fact that I separated that out and put peace, it's only because I just want peace. I just feel like everybody in the world should be striving for some peace. You know, and it's hard to get peace when you're holding on to other people's stuff. And that's one of the main things I'm just trying to get through today on, on this show. You know, if, if you don't feel like you're in peace, it's, it's hard enough being in peace with yourself. You know how hard yeah. it is to learn how to be peace with yourself? Yeah, yeah. Then the, you realize, because here's the thing, when you when you get to the point of figuring out how to be in peace with yourself, you look around and realize, I don't want nobody else's bullcrap <laughs> around right. me, on me, That's right. or over me. It was too hard to get here for myself, and now you want me to be the secret keeper. <laughs> I, my, my soul is supposed to turn over for your crap. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. No, Mm-mm. you need to take that back. You need to deal with that on your own. You you know you need to do what you need to do. Um, you know, back in the day they took it to their grave, and it's so funny because that's not even a true statement. Um, because they, you know, it's so funny. And I'm not trying to be rude, or I, I'm not trying to offend anybody. But you notice when old people get to dying, they want to confess everything. They're trying to get to heaven now, so now they yeah. need to get everything out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm just saying. I just uh, watched a movie uh, with Taraji P. Henson. Uh, I could do bad all by myself. Lord Jesus, that's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. And, <laughs> and, and, and she goes through, uh, It's she says a poignant part in there. And she says, my mother should have known. How the heck did you expect me to be able to heal when you tell me what goes what goes on in this house stays in this house? You putting a bandaid over it and I can't heal. That's right. That's right. Okay. That's that's part of um, having quietness and silence and privacy. Yes. You know, and unfortunately the irritation of people not accepting um, that you want to be in peace because you like the tranquility of your peace. You well, honey, they like don't want you in peace because they ain't got no peace. Because they well, sit here not only, you know, worrying about who going to say what instead of dealing with their own crap. Well, what is their crap? And why does you their, know crap their crap have to offend you? Okay, well, if you know and they know why does it have to be a part of your life? That's where we all have. We're having this show go. today because there's it so doesn't. many people, unlike yourself, that have not figured out how to deal with it or to how to purge it out of their their circle. Okay, you still so there's too many people that are still holding on to it. 
Well, the reason why a lot of people, um, a lot of shame and doubt and fear will come over you that you choose not to either release it or not to confront it. And confronted, confronting things sometimes means that there's something that may happen that you don't want to happen. Maybe there may be a loss of a relationship. Maybe uh, uh, finances may be involved with it. There's something, there's a consequence to it, and some people don't want to deal with the consequences that it entails. So it intertwines a lot of things. So you have to ask yourself, what are you willing to let go in order to have your peace? Peace. Yes. There you go. What are you willing That's to let go? Just for the show, right there. What do you you got to be willing to let it go. Let go. Yeah. Yeah. That that is that is pretty pretty awesome. I'm just trying to tell you. Um, <laughs> and, and if you're dealing with any mental health issues, if you are not able to feel gratified in your own life, or that you feel that you're not focused on your goals. And part of searching yourself, search within yourself on some of these things because um, everybody realizes at some point in time in their life about generational curses as you go along in your life. Some people are forced into it early um, uh, through rape or, sh- or total shame of something. Um, and others seem to just really get away with it. And I'm saying this for those people who don't speak up for themselves. Um, because I know I spoke to a young lady and she was very distraught and wanted to know why is it that I, my shame is always on everybody's front door, but nobody else's shame is. Well, that's usually because um, everyone exposes her shame and mm-hmm. she now walks around with the scarlet letter on her forehead. And now she has to walk around when she enters a room with that big bright yellow and red light on her and that, and everyone. So she gets to be the star attraction when everyone else in the room should have the same thing on their forehead. This is true. You know, and trust me, I've lived that honey. Oh honey, I don't wore every letter. A, B, C, D, (laughs) F, G. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not lying. I'm trying to tell you. Honey, I might not have worn a whole alphabet, but I don't wore, you know, this 26 letters. I don't wore quite a few of them, at least half. I'm trying to tell you. Um, but you go in and you hold your head up high. And that's why I miss my grandmother, because my grandmother was that, that sounding board for me that always said, no matter how bad you feel, always remember, nobody gets to tell you who you are but you. Mm-hmm. Their, their thoughts and whatever they got going on never matter, you know. Um, oh, my goodness. But, I, I, I had a picture at the moment, but I can't think the whole thing through. It's a, the, the thing from Audrey Lord. If I, if I define myself by other people's definition, then I would something, something. I, I apologize if I'm messing that up, y'all. It just came to me at the moment. But the whole point is stop defining yourself by other people's ideas. Um, you define, you get to, de- I define myself. I am who I am. If you don't like it, don't talk to me. It's just real simple. I'm real cut dry. I'm real simple. I have a whole lot of peace in my life because I've learned how to let go of everybody else's stuff. I've learned to be mature enough to pick up my stuff and console it for myself. Not any way, not any way anybody else wants me to, but the way I'm comfortable with doing it. And here we are, and here I am, and that's it. And so now I'm comfortable, and now you over there with your mess, and you mad at me because I'm shining. I'm good. Shine bright like a diamond. <laughs> hey, I'm just playing. You you can get there too, but you're gonna have you gonna have to tell you gonna have to tell the truth sooner or later. So, no, sooner you're gonna have later. to tell the truth. There's no peace without truth. No, there isn't. You can't, you um, can't get peace without truth. It's as simple as that. This is true. There's an ancient comedic proverb um, my father gave me, know thyself. And knowing thyself is being comfortable with ourselves and being okay with whether or not you have quirks, whether or not you have um, things that are unusual 
mm-hmm. that some people feel or that you're just saying, you know, I am strong and I feel strong and you're not going to make me feel weak because that empowers you. Because no matter what, you have to always empower yourself. Know yeah. who you are. Be comfortable with who you are. Be comfortable what you do, how you do it, what you say, when you say it, because no matter what, that's still you. And nobody can love you better than better you. Than you. Nobody Amen. knows you better than you. Amen. Nobody. Nobody amen, knows you better than Amen, you. amen. You know, that's been our mantra forever. Yes. You know, we, yes. we've been living that truth for a long time. And I just, we just hoping that, time. that everybody else can kind of, you know, adopt that or find a way for it to, you know, uh, come into their life. I mean, you got time to let everybody else's stuff come up in your life. Can you let some of our good stuff come up in your life? That's all I'm just saying. Please. You know take a nugget. Just take a nugget. Just take a nugget. Just a nugget and walk with it. Somebody no. goes, wait a minute. I believe they told us to know myself. I know how I feel. I feel good I today. So you can't yeah. tell me. And guess what? If I like to wear yellow every day and it's the winter time and it's bright as the sun, that's your yellow, boo. Wear your yellow. Yes. Be yes. happy with what you do, whatever you do. You like to wear blue every day? Wear your blue every day, baby. It's okay. <laughs> You want to wear Guess boots what? every day? Wear your boots every Wear day. Every it's day. 90 degrees outside, and this chick got on boots. Oh. Guess what? That's what she and likes I, you to wear. You ain't in Texas because that's norm for Texas. Oh I'm going to tell you. You can't, when you, then you come up north and somebody wants to tell you, no, you can't be wearing boots. It's June. No, they wear boots 24-7 in Texas. So what? Why can't I wear my boots? Because somebody feels that's me. not. Don't worry about me. Yeah, yeah. You have to. But that's what we're just saying. Like you said, don't worry about me. Worry about mm-hmm. yourself. Worry about Stay yourself. in your lane. Like now. Simone drives about 110 miles per hour and about 90 miles on a curve. You, you know the signs that says goose curve? Simone will still, and it says go 25 miles per hour. All I can tell you to do is put on your seatbelt. This chick is doing 90 around a curve. But that's what she does. All I can tell you is I learned to hold on to the door and and pray to God that we make the curve. You know, but that's what she does. She's a 90. Now, me, I may not do 20. I may do 35. But I can't handle 90. But that's what she does. That's how she drives. And guess what? She can take the curve with no problem. But that's mm-hmm. what everyone does, what they can do, because she's confident. There goes, and the purpose of me saying that example is that you're confident that you can take it or you wouldn't go that fast. That's right. That's for sure. You're confident. So be that's confident very, very in whatever it is that you do. But Sit I don't take it at day. 90 anymore, T. I'm, I'm probably about at 50. No, you're not. Maybe yes, I 70. am. I can't, I can't okay, do 90 do like 50? I used to no more. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I may still do 90 with one hand, y'all. <laughs> one hand. One hand. And then go, wee! And you'd be like, all right, seriously, this chicken looks so much. That's because you're over there grasping and holding the dang old thing. That's what the seatbelt is for. <laughs> all you got to do is lean. Just lean into the turn. You'll be okay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you think you're on a roller coaster ride, you know, but that's her confidence. And she's like, what's the yeah. problem? You're like, there's no problem. We made it out of that curve. That's all I know. Uh, people get nervous. And my mother has learned to just chill. I, I never I never thought in my life my mother was going to be able to relax. And she says, you know what? I just stopped worrying about it because I knew that you, I know you can handle it. You yes. can multitask in your head so much. You can take a curve of 90. You can go ahead and this, and you can tell me this, and you can work the phone at this, this, and that. You're just so used you're just so used to it. Some people are comfortable that they've been doing that for so long that they can do that. And she said, I just had to just let it go and just relax and go lean. That's right. And if you do weather, it's all good. It's just all good. Yes. But I don't yeah, care. If you need a getaway driver, <laughs> call Simone. You need a getaway driver, call Simone. Oh my she God. got you. She got you. <laughs> Yes. So how about these people with pleasure? You know, pleasure. Oh, it's almost that time. We're going to have to have another show another time. But those of you who are so far into pleasure and their pleasure is not balanced uh, with your peace, that is because whatever we have been talking about through this entire show, there's something that you heard, there's something that has happened to you, and there's something that you had that facilitated you being so into the pleasure. And all we're saying today is 
Make There's nothing wrong with pleasure. Balance your pleasure with some peace. The older you get, the more that scale is supposed to change to be able to balance out with having the same amount of peace in your life with the same amount of pleasure you have in your life. So with that said, and in closing, we want to thank you all for listening and joining us on the couch tonight. Be safe and continue to do one thing better than you did yesterday. Now, remember to love yourself first, always. And, of course, we love y'all. So the next week on the couch at 9 p.m. Eastern time, and until we talk again, make sure to be the best kings and queens that you can be. Love Radio says bless you and see you back next week. Feel free to listen to past shows at LUV Radio Network 24. Peace out and many blessings to you and yours. Have a good night. We love you. Bye-bye. Good night. To the Love Radio Network worldwide. LoveRadioNetwork.com. Educational, inspirational, trending topics, and the hottest hits. With award winning talk show host and personality. And you made us number one. Thank you. Love Radio Network. Building a network of love.